0: Learn more at marines.com. Spartan Pride Podcast, Fans First Sports Network, Jonathan Shop, wrapping up Michigan State's 24-21 spittoon victory down in Bloomington. The Spartans going to 2-6 in the Big Ten. Harlem Barnett with his first Big Ten road win and his final of the season since next week is semi-neutral, but Michigan State is home, of course, playing in Detroit just semi Spartans 24-21 over Indiana. They had a 14-7 lead at the half. They needed 10 points in the fourth quarter to hold off Indiana and push Indiana into the cellar of the Big Ten East. Michigan State now 4-7 short week as they will play Black Friday, of course, at Ford Field hosting Penn State. That one is going to kick at 7-30 on Friday night this one was a nooner and somehow the Spartans found a way to do just enough to hold off the Hoosiers 24-21 we're going to wrap it up today on this edition of the Spartan Pride podcast to get your feast week started What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You've heard the saying, they all count one. That's a George Perlis saying. I like to add on to that, that some mean more. They plain do. Some games mean more. This season's most meaningful games are behind Michigan State, but they took care of the business ahead of them today over Indiana. Now, Offensively... Not really pretty at times. Um, Horribly, horribly unfortunate injury where Caden Hauser falls into Nick Samek. He looks done for his Spartan career, unfortunately. Hauser was up and down. He threw the ball 41 times, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, This is one where if you're Caden Hauser, Elite 11, caliber quarterback and you expect to be a successful starter at a big time school you've got to beat Indiana and give him credit for doing that um, but he missed some passes too many passes that really were not difficult and give you an idea that there's a long way to go to get Michigan State quarterback played back to a championship level but this was a good step today I don't know what the future holds for Hauser or Sam Levitt or whoever else may come in because, as you know, they may come in from UCLA. They may come in from what's the opposite of UCLA, UConn. They may come in from uh, the tip of Florida or they may come in from the recruiting class. Nobody really knows. But Hauser showed some signs of progress, but also he's got to really get sharp in different areas as he progresses in a pretty big hurry if Michigan State's found their starting quarterback for The future and next year, I don't think they have yet, is what I'm saying. Good job of stopping the run for Indiana. Michigan State can't run the ball. 2.1 a carry, 34 attempts. That's not good. Spartans turned it over twice. But Jonathan Kim, probably the best player on Michigan State's team this year and probably the only sure NFL player. I assume he will be drafted because his leg is outstanding, but they don't always, you know, kickers don't always necessarily get drafted. Um, but the offense does actually get to 24. Um, to give a frame of reference, you know, that was the point production bottom line, if you will, for Iowa football. So there's no reason for Michigan State to jump up and down. They beat a 3 and 18, but they did win, and the offense did score 24. Now, defensively, the Spartans did okay. They didn't do great. Indiana ran over them very well. 210 on the ground for Indiana. 4.6 a rush. That is really good. If you think a four-yard rush is productive, 4.6 average is great. They ran it 46 times. I I don't know. If you're Indiana, I I don't know how you run for 210 and lose. That's a, a rough one. But the defense does do enough to... Not really bend, but don't break, but, but basically stop, in, stop them when they had to. That's the bottom line. Indiana with 8 out of 17 on third downs. My math tells me Michigan State got them one more time, and that one more third down might have been the difference. Special teams was all all about Jonathan Kim. This is a guy that was a really good kicker at North Carolina. Pretty good weather at North Carolina. Comes to Michigan State, shows he can kick in different um, conditions. I think he's got a really good really good chance to be a pro. Ryan Eckley has been up and down for Michigan State, punting the ball. Today he was good. He dropped three inside the 20. Ryan Eckley is a freshman. So let's keep this in the back of our minds. Let's see what 96 is doing for Michigan State in the future. He may be an NFL punter one day. And he will be on a better special teams unit. We know that, because this one has not been good all year. It's outstanding when it's good kicking the ball. The rest is still is still is still difficult. 24-21, Michigan State with a win. Harlan Barnett with a spittoon. Harlan Barnett with a road win as a head coach in the Big Ten. There's a lot of good feelings there. We'll talk about more on the Spartan Pride Podcast. Intangibles matter in every game we talk about them. I don't just waste your time. If you want to waste time, there's plenty of other stuff you can do. There's plenty of other Michigan State babble you can listen to and read. Um, No knock on anybody, but it's out there. As you know. Intangibles were with Indiana. You could see it. Really, the first half, it looked like they wanted it more. Man. 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 I don't know what happens to Tom Allen from here, but I don't think we can say that Indiana wasn't playing as hard as they could for him. I don't think Indiana should fire Tom Allen. I didn't think, um, I don't think that's the right idea. It doesn't mean they signed a good contract. I just don't think they should fire him unless they are going to go remarkably young and give somebody a chance to coach at Indiana who might have been a candidate to coach at the MAC. And that would be, catching somebody on making probably a professional mistake. That's a, something the Hoosiers can kick around more. The point is the intangibles look to be with Indiana, and that may be why the game was as close as it was. Indiana is working with some young, young folks. They're working with some folks that um, a lot of them could compete with Michigan State. We saw, obviously, they ran the ball over, over everybody. Sorsby is a freshman quarterback. That's a lot to figure out. Hauser is is one as well, but give Michigan State credit. The guys that played, the guys that showed up, Malik Carr, Foster, the guys that grounded out, 10 tackles for Angelo Gross, nine for Malik Spencer. Those guys that grounded out, especially on on the defensive side of the ball. To their credit, they have worked consistently and have played I'm pretty sure they have really played as hard as they as they can. Now I don't think they've played as smart as they could, and that's probably more coaching than anything else, and maybe back to the early part of Barnett taking over. Um, but you got to give them credit for showing up and um, for grinding it out. So Intangibles turned out to be more even than we would have thought. One on one matchups is, was, was pretty close. Uh, Indiana won the game at the point of attack. Again, I I don't want to pile on anybody, but what a remarkable indictment on Michigan State strength and conditioning, Michigan State run coordinator, Michigan State offensive line leadership. It, it just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. The numbers are the numbers. You saw the game. I don't think it looked good. Coaching. Is really something in this one because you could be looking at completely two brand new staffs the next time michigan state and indiana play each other unlike last time i don't know that we'll see any holdover from this michigan state staff if we do it may be as simple as harlem barnett and it may be some folks that aren't technically position coaches at this time i don't know how you match some of the dollars spent on michigan state which are towards the top of the big 10 with the results it's not just as simple as the head coach uh, imploding although that should be considered it's just a rough and these are futures that are going to be difficult and that's going to start next weekend but everybody looks like they're trying it's hard to see them sometimes because they're foolishly in green and black rather than green and white That's another issue for the next coach. They got a quick week. So work for Penn State really is going to begin. It's going to begin. It's already begun. You know, I think work for Penn State probably begun halfway or early on Sunday. You know? One more to go. Michigan State, Penn State. Black Friday at Ford Field. Spartan Pied Codcast. We're going to do the same thing again week 13 final week of the year but for today spartans 24 21 over indiana they will stay out of the cellar in the east and they will have an opportunity to finish with a four and eight record which would ironically match last year's penn state is going to come into that game nine and two very stingy on the defense just giving up six to Rutgers on Saturday. And Penn State's going to have some players coming home, if you will, who are from the Detroit area. So that one will be all Michigan State could handle to wrap up 2023. Will we have any coaching news between now and then? I don't think so, but I believe the wheels will turn as soon as... Mm, Let's just put it this way. There's still going to be leftovers in the fridge. <laughs> They'll still be in there. Michigan State, 24-21, Spartan Pride Podcast. We went Spartans by seven, if you will, looking back at each phase that we previewed for Michigan State football. Michigan State, on they go, short week for us, no problem. We'll see you in the middle of the week as we go around the world of college football. On the Spartan Pride Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network.